All right, we are live here at Sports Rewind Digital. I'm at the zoo. Randall looks like he's in the usual office and same as Davo. Fellas, how are we today? Awesome, mate. How are you going? Yeah, mate, I'm going all right. Struggling Good. away. Good, Might get a few few coughs in. Unwell, bud. I had, had a little bit of... Uh... Head there, I said. Yeah, Deep. mate. There she is. What is it, Randall? What sort of room is it? Uh, I thought it was the sex dungeon, mate. And you know, mate, it's a, it's the it's biggest the head or long. It's the longest neck and head that anyway uh, your wife will see. So, absolutely, absolutely. <coughs> yeah. So, how was the weekend, fellas? Long weekend. Lots of sport to be watched. Uh, Dave, I get much of the cricket in, mate. All of it, mate. So good to see. Terrible, terrible labour rates, though. So glad they got fined for it. Mate, I don't know if it's me or whether there's a bit of a lag. It's a bit of a lag there, Randall. Hey, you had a bit, yeah, of, uh, bit of 80s karate dubbing going on there, Dovo. But, yeah, it is good my, my, to see. Max, head, head, headroom. <laughs> Just suffering the epileptic <laughs> down here. <laughs> uh, see, it was good to see a bit of cricket and the Aussies win, mate. That's for sure. Good lead um, up to the Ashes. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Let's kick off uh, with some tidbits, fellas. Let's get straight into it. Um, no guests on tonight. We have uh, another race car driver next week. Uh, it's an actual rally car driver a local rally car driver that's uh, competing on the world level. So uh, we'll keep that one under wraps until next week. If you're into your rally cars, jump on. Make sure you uh, give us a few comments and, um, we'll, yeah, any questions or anything like that we can get through. All right, here we go. Let's uh, pump up the tidbits. I think I'm up first. What about this guy? We mentioned him a fair bit. This is one I did not know about uh, Mr. Glavin. On this day in 1984, the Kings drafted Tom Glavin 69th overall at the NHL draft. Glavin had been drafted 47th overall by the Braves at the MLB draft a few days earlier. What a machine. So we could have lost him as a baseball player and he could have been playing hockey. So I think Dave Dave, you said you knew about that one. I, I had no idea about that one. Yeah, I'd seen it a while ago. I think it's just one of those things that pops up every so often where you see all the baseball stars were two-sport players. Like Dave Winfield, was he was basketball or track and field, and Tony Gwynn was basketball. So, like, all these guys that get drafted for a couple of different sports that end up choosing baseball. So, But, yeah, apparently very good hockey player. Yeah, it's funny though you don't usually see the baseball and hockey do you especially yeah. for a pitcher for a pitcher but um it's funny you say that that popped up over the weekend and i think on ooh, i think it was maybe saturday um i did watch the braves game and you had glavin smoltz uh chipper another one or two guys in the commentary box and they actually talked about that and that popped yeah, right. up so it was good. It was pretty good. Um, the only one that was missing from that dy- dynamic duo was uh, was Maddox, but they actually uh, doled him in. 
and uh, had a bit of a chat with him and showed some replays, showed a Chipper Jones his first ever start. There's a pop-up to first base, and Maddox got out of the road, and Chipper Jones ran him over from third base on a, a pop-up on the first baseline. So he, he copped a bit of a spray. And, yeah, it was good. I like Chipper on the um, on the on the telecast. I think he's a yeah. a pretty good commentator. Mm. Good good color commentator. Yeah, absolutely. All right, my number two one. Fun fact: Mister Alonso raced in three hundred and sixty-two Grand Prix out of a total of ten thousand eighty-six Grand Prix in Formula One history. Thirty-three point three three percent of all F ones ever. Insane. And this year he's going off. Maybe a thousand and eighty six GPs. Ten thousand is a lot. It's a what lot did of I years. say? <laughs> ten thousand and eighty six. Oh, there's gonna be heaps of that, mate. I mean all to do with bloody giraffes and everything in the background here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, who's next? Moving on to the third person. Pretty cool. Second Pretty cool stat, though. Oh, this is me, actually. Um, I, this one came up last week and had it thrown in the back pocket. But, um, you know, pretty good little thing. But when Sweden plays against Denmark, the scoreboard will display SWE, D-E-N, so Sweden. And then the unused letters remaining in both teams' names are Denmark. So it's a... For me, Dave, you too. Like you know, that's that's our sort of uh, sense of humour sort of thing, and yeah, that that really intrigued me. I love that. That was great. Small things from you, small minds. Yeah. That's why. That's, no that's that's why I was so good. No wonder my oh, wife stays yeah. amused. Yeah, yeah. Plenty of small things, Randall. Plenty. Plenty. You to stop coming over. That's right. It's either me and or Wally, so. Well, either way, it's still small things, eh? Well, if you're listening. How about this one? Aaron Hicks, absolute bum for for the Yankees. They pretty much booed him out of the place when they DFA'd him, you know, a few, what was it, a few weeks back. But, you know, they like they say, um, you know, change is as good as a holiday. Aaron Hicks has gone to the Orioles with the uh, injury of Cedric Mullins. And how about his slashing? Hitting 345, 472, 586 with a 453 WOBA. It's pretty um pretty good, isn't it? 90%, what does it say? 90% base on ball rate and a 14% K rate. He's crushing the ball. 345. Come on. What's that all about? Feed the bead. It is Fear good the to say. Hey, there. There has been a few that have swapped over and they've gone all right. Um, like a Braves, you know, gone in and gone all right. And there was someone else. Can't remember who the other one was, but yeah, it's good to see. It's just crazy, isn't it? You know, like he he was this touted bloke coming through, you know, oh yeah, he's gonna be all that and he showed a bit of bit of promise early on and then he just disappeared, like he just wasn't performing and is that is that just the pressure of playing in New York, or or is it, it or, is, or is it just different different scenery? Maybe, mate. 
uh, who knows? I, I think it's, you know, might be a bit of pressure off and he's just been traded and might be a completely different environment. You, you can imagine, um, you know, going into a work environment where, you know, you're new and you, you know, you might be feel a bit comfortable. He might feel comfortable and just be able to be himself. So whatever it is. I guess Joey, Gall- Joey Gallo is another example of that, isn't it? You know, he he was you know, he hit the long ball well. Um, his strikeouts were always high, but he went there and sort of just disappeared. He wasn't hitting the long ball either, and then he leaves, and all of a sudden he's, he's hitting the long ball again. Yeah. So well, change maybe. of scenery is probably good because you think you go to New York. The scrum of media that would be in the clubhouse after every game would be huge because it is New York. But yeah. go to Baltimore. I'm not saying they're a small market team, but well, from are, a media are. a media point of view, they are. So yeah. he's probably not getting that um, constant, relentless attacking of him that the New York media does. So yeah. might be feeling more relaxed and has his questions done and see you later. Yeah, he's lost that pressure of, oh, you were over three today, why? Mm, yeah. you know, and it's been hammered. You, you've done this, you did that, you didn't do this, you didn't do that. Or, you know, yeah. he's, he was always, defensively, he was always, you know, pretty strong. So, well, yeah. Garrett oh. Cole might beg to differ. Maybe. You saw that miscatch he had where he went sliding, went past, and Cole's just standing there going, oh, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> happens to the best of us, mate. Absolutely. <coughs> we all sound a bit crooked today. Keeping up the rum intake. Yeah, so yeah, for yeah. on to us. So, yeah, with Australia winning uh, the other night, Australia, between the men and the women, now hold the ICC World Test Championship, the ICC Men's World Cup, the ICC Men's T20 World Cup, the ICC Champions Trophy, ICC Women's World Cup, and the ICC Women's T20 World Cup. So for all six major trophies in cricket, Australia holds them all. How good is that? Unreal. Can't get any better. So now we just need to win the Ashes back for the first time in 20 years on English soil. Yeah, good luck with that one, Dave. I hope they go all right. We got it. That's it, Randall. Mate, you just keep being uh, optimistic over there. I love it. Ah, uh, mate, we got a, they got a, we got a good side, mate. We'll be all right. Yeah, we do have a good side. Some quality bowling, uh, line and length, Dave. Uh, one of the yep. the key things that I was drummed is that as a kid playing cricket was line length, line length, line length, line length, line length, and catching. That's all we yep. did at at practice was catching, 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 line and length, line length. You know that one stump. And that's what it is. It was quality, quality bowling line and length that, you know, wore him out and got the wickets. And I think it's going to go well. Like the the Poms are playing well under Basball. So like Brendan McCullum's bought a new style of cricket to them, an exciting style of cricket where they really get after the bowlers. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes against the quality of the Australian uh, pace or bowling attack, really. We can't forget Lyon. He's up there... uh, in our top 10 all-time wicket takers. So um, it's setting up to be a good series because I think they've played well, the Poms, but haven't faced an attack like ours. So yeah, um, yeah. looking forward it, to it. 
that buzzball's all or nothing, you know. And we've seen that we've seen that as you know from Australia in previous years, you know, with your Warners and stuff, Finch and stuff like that at tops tops of orders in ODIs or Tests or whatever, and you, you can score big or you can score none. Yeah, that's what it's all about. So the second one, as what we mentioned him earlier, back to Greg Maddox. So. Greg Maddox walked no batters in 236 of his starts. So like the line says, if that sounds insane, that's because it is. So 236 career starts where he didn't walk a batter. <laughs> um, and we always we always mention Maddox, and it's like you're having to paint your house and he only does the edges, but um, that's just a crazy stat of how efficient he was at throwing strikes. Yeah. Unreal. I love I love watching all the Maddox stats and especially all the memes with the painting and different things. It was just a beast. I'm currently uh, doing a top 10 pitches from the 90s. Um, you blokes will enjoy this one once the video comes up. It's probably going to take me about 400 hours, but, you know, it'll be up there eventually, but Dave, your Clemens gets a run in there. He's he's not number one, but he's up there. He's up there. He should, so. he should be top ten when it's classed. I know he may not be, but yeah, it's so hard to make a, a decision on who is number one. You can have several guys like yeah. Maddox, uh, Pedro Martinez, Randy Johnson, all of them. So they're all on their in given there. day. Yep. They're all in there, and that wasn't my number one. So there you go. Oof. So, We'll, we'll see who the number one is in, yeah, it'll probably be next week by the time I get it up. But anyway, that rounds out our two bits. Tim, Tim uh, Lincecum being a Giants man. Oh. Nah, nah, mate, nah. He's Wasn't probably 2000s later. anyway, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he'd, he'd be early 2000s. True. The late two, uh, 2010, yeah. Anyway, tidbits over and done with. Uh, fellas, over the weekend we had the – the country baseball, uh, sorry, the the Tamworth baseball um, weekend, the long weekend in Tamworth, uh, New South Wales country uh, come away as as victors, I, I believe, in the final of the of the main grade. There was great to see plenty of different um, people in different grades getting out there for a game. I think it went down to I or J grade. Um, there was, you know. Thousands of baseball players playing baseball on the same weekend. So, do you like to catch any reports or see any, you know, social media posts with any of the stuff? Yeah, mate, I always do. You know, we've got a lot of boys, a lot of boys from our club that go away and, and play in uh, different teams. Dead Stars, obviously, is a big one for them. And also um, in that countryside, that New South Wales countryside, too. So, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff flowing around in the chat, group chats and stuff like that. A few a few dead players who uh they gotta remember you're not twenty anymore, mate. D Mac, grow up. You can't just spend all night on the piss and then roll out and think you can play games the next day. Act your age. Hey, this is Tamworth. You can it's when quite... you play like F division or something like. That's right. When I go when I go away with the all bars, um, like that's why we play that lower grade. And 
unfortunately, like the All Bars, they, they didn't go too well this year. They were down a lower grade, a few teams playing for sheep stations. But for them, it's all about, yeah, you're on the piss or whenever. You get up and you stay on the piss and you play your enjoyable game. That's what Tamworth is. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and these guys think they can play A grade. Oh, well. It is what it is, Randall. Uh, I see the uh, New South Wales country teams off to Europe as well. I think they've just flown out or just about to fly out uh, Today, from yeah, Sydney as afternoon. well. So uh, good luck to those heading over there. And it was great to see uh, texts and plenty of reports from the weekend at Tamworth interviewing different players. And uh, hopefully he does uh, the same thing over there in Europe when they're, where they're over there and gives us a sort of rundown of uh, what the games are. Um, who they're playing and things like that. Mm. Still the same coaching staff from 20, 30 years ago. Yeah. Al Parrott, Zulu. Yeah. All the boys. And good to see um, Steph Thompson too, still the uh, EO. She's been on all the touring um, parties with the Australian Provincial and New South Wales country uh, since it started late 90s. I think it was 96 or 97 or something when they started. So uh, that's a massive thing as well. Hey, Randall, what's it? What's going on here, mate? This is over uh, at the Tiger Dome. Uh, yeah, mate. Weekend off, mate. No, no games over the weekend. So we had a few, uh, a few old, old war horses that. Well, actually, it wasn't even the old war horses. It was a couple of um, young spastics actually that um, got in there, and I don't know what they do, but man, they just dug the absolute buggery out of that mound. So. We took the took the chance that we had it to get in there and dig out hundred hundred of mil, hundred hundred inch mil, put in a bunch of clay bricks and um yeah re reset it up so get rid of some of that holes. But yeah, I, after the weekend just gone, there was some pretty yeah pretty deep pretty deep holes in there. It's like someone was digging to China. So, yeah, mate, these big fat bastards that don't like the, the holes here. But this is all set up for you now, mate. You had your pitching performance uh, the other day, so all of a sudden, waterboard the mound's being upgraded. So, you, you step on the mound once, and you think, All right, this is what I need at waterboard to perform again. So, yeah, truth comes out, yeah, true, mate. True, it's um, it was definitely in the plans. Um, I've already been informed though by the fourth grade coach, my uh, services are no longer required, and nor will they be in uh, any time coming soon. Wow, that's harsh, mate. Harsh. Oh, it, it is, mate. It, it is harsh. You know, I don't know. ERA was probably pretty high, but you know, I think for th- oh, two point something innings, and you know, there was a scoreless inning, a one run inning, and an inning of about I don't know somewhere between. Zero and eight. <laughs> He's even <laughs> fourth grade coaches uh chimed in there, mate. He, oh, he, he reckons brutal. it was rubbish. It was rubbish, but, but you know. Uh, there weren't many Shintos though. They weren't mate, working at all. You gotta get on the Shintos, mate. As soon as you start throwing those, uh, there would be, you know. I actually thought I I think I've got the stats here. Hang on, uh pull it up. You pitching? Oh, oh no, that's not you. That was 160 <laughs> pitches. Yeah, no. How about that one? Probably, probably 
probably felt like that. No, it's only, uh, only 50-odd, so I was okay. What about that, though? 164 pitches uh, to force <sighs> a winner-take-all national championship game. 160 pitches, 101 strikes. Insane. Uh, I don't know if the strike rate is the same, but I've done a hundred. I've done over 160 in a game against uh, Arncliffe down down there near the airport for the Colonials back in the day. So, know what that's yeah. like. Hey, what, what do you reckon your max is, Joe? Just, uh, mate, I, I, I don't know. I think one of those. I think we were on a pitch limit when I had that 10 or 12 inning games um, against Belmont. You know that. 12-inning game or whatever it was. 12-inning game, yeah. I think we had pitch limits then of 125 or 130 or something. I can't remember. What's Ninja's got yeah. to say? Too many strikes for Randall. You're right, mate. He doesn't yeah. throw that many strikes. I've I've seen video footage and I've seen six balls in a row, so that's oh. all I've got on Randall. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I throw plenty of video footage. Throw plenty of strikes in the batting cage, mate, from about, you know, 30 feet, so that's all that matters. You actually throw pretty hard. From the um, from under tens distance, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. all right. Pretty close. Yeah. I, I couldn't tell you how many I've, I've thrown max wise, Randall, but um, yeah, you're just through. I I still go by this. Anything over anything over ninety, you might as well throw two hundred because it's the same result. I reckon it's yeah. Um, yeah. You're anyway. there. You're warm. You've you've done the work, so it's like you just keep going. It's not. While you're feeling all right, if you've yeah. done the work, you, yeah, it's like us. You just keep going. Once you don't get loose till about seventy or eighty. Yeah, that's it. Mm. Uh, not these days, Dave. I'm once I'm tired, mate. I can barely make the plate now. Yeah, because right. that that one game does spring to mind, Hutto. We I don't know. You threw eleven innings or something for one run or something. Yeah, uh, and I think it was a one-all game, and then it was Kenny McGuinness come in. In the twelfth, and, and he had a big rush and gave up a run with none out or something like that, like yeah. you know that. But yeah, that eleven inning game. I think it was against Belmont. I think wasn't it? Yeah, it was in semi semi final or something like that or a final. Yeah, ninety six, uh, Ninja mate. No, it's not how hard I throw, mate. It was how many we were throwing. Sorry, mate. Oh, that's Randall, 96, is it? Kilometres an hour. Kilometres an hour. Fair enough. Not even. No, nah, thanks, fellas, anyway, for tuning in as well. It's uh, great to have you. And Gorek, mate, uh, your friend that you recommended for the show will be on next week. I reached out and um, he did get back in contact with me. So thanks for that, mate. Really appreciate it. Uh, what else have we got here, fellas? Let's... Uh, What's this one? Nolan Ryan, 41 starts. Who who sent me this one? This is a good one. 332 innings in 1974. Jacob DeGrom and Chris Sale have combined for just 362 innings since 2020. Yeah, I'm not sure. I did, did see this one earlier in the week. I'm, I'm not sure who sent it, whether it was me or Davo, but... Yeah, it's it's pretty pretty interesting to think, but in saying that, both those guys have had some long term injuries too. Like Chris Sale, what he's had Tommy John's or he's already had Tommy John surgery. Injured, injured again now. Yeah. Injured again Shoulder. now. Yeah. Shoulder and this think, time. 
Uh, is DeGrom go- has DeGrom gone for Tommy John? He's Yeah, he's due for Tommy John. Yeah, so both of them have had a lot of injuries. Like, DeGrom's been up and down for a few years, so it's not really surprising, but it just shows, yeah, longevity of Nolan Ryan, doesn't it? You know, and, it and just how Again, good he could be it, and fit. Does it come back to how much they're throwing? Nolan Ryan went out there and he just threw, he threw and threw. And these guys these days are sort of, right, you're on your limits. This is what you can do, you can't do and all that. So I don't know. Is it sort of like he was just conditioned to to just do that? And uh, different sport, but same thing. I remember like Curtly Ambrose come out and said, they just bowled. He said if, we, if they were put on the match limits that a lot of bowlers are now, he'd break down. He said the only reason he didn't break down was he kept going. So I don't know. <clears throat> it may, may be a factor. Who knows? They might just be injury prone and different guys. So Yeah, but you, you look at it like in cricket as well, same thing, like like you're saying. They just bowl and bowl and bowl back in the eighties and nineties and whatnot, and they didn't they very rarely broke down. It was usually something no. else. Yeah. You know, they rolled an ankle, you know. I love Glenn McGrath, but, you know, they didn't seem to be having, oh, I've got a stress fracture in my back or, you know, I've got this or I've got that. It, it was, I don't know, maybe they did, like we talked about, you know, in our group chat, and maybe it was maybe they just played through the niggling injuries, whereas now with sports science, they identify that early and go, oh, no, no, oh, that's a risk, can't play through yeah. that, can't play yeah. through that, where... Back in the in the nineties and eighties, they did. They just seventies, sixties, whatever. They there's no such thing as oh, you might be a bit you might be a bit tight. You might have to sit out a game. Bullshit. I'm I'm in. Put yeah. me in, coach. Completely different in the in the fact too of you know bullpens bullpens are in early match up against lefty righty whatever it might yep. be. Um, and I guess they're not going longer in the. Starters aren't going long. There's not many starters that do go long, and the ones that do go long are the older guys, like your Scherzers and, um, you know, people like that. And I think you sent me through this one, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, you go through that, mate, because that's insane. Well, it shows the days since a pitcher lasts through nine innings in a game. So... The Twins have gone 1,829 days since uh, their last pitcher through nine innings. The Mets, 778. The uh, Nationals, 769. Tigers, 753. A's, 738. Rays, 737. So um, it just shows that guys aren't going there. And I reckon for the Nats, it was probably Scherzer. I reckon it would have been Scherzer was probably the last guy to do that. But you look at the other... I don't know if you've got the image or not, the one we sent through before, the number of um, innings thrown or pitches thrown by starters back in the 80s, 90s, as how how much it's come down. Mm. Yeah, it, it's yeah. insane. But... You know, you, you used to see it, seven innings was a quality start. You know, you expected your starter to go seven. Yeah, now, yeah. Now there's it's no way they get through five and they start the bullpen's warming up. Well, look yeah. at that Bob Gibson stat that from that year that he averaged um, 
was it eight point one innings yeah. per per start for the whole yeah. year? Yeah, it was. So, it, yeah. You look. You look back at some of those really good rotations, and they're throwing. They throw eight innings. Eight innings, and you've got your closer that comes out and just throws the ninth, and that's it. You know, like, and and that and that's been, you know, that, that's been a good start. You know, throwing their eight and the mm. closer comes in for one, and that's it. That's all you need. But yeah, now, where are the workhorses? Yeah, it just doesn't exist anymore, does it? No, it doesn't. And does, I guess does that also come with velo as well? Like these guys are now trying to throw harder, so they don't. They're not. They're not working a zone. You know, they're not working east west. You know, hard hard in a soft away or or things like that. And they're just up there, just trying to throw. Express, whoa, whoa. Express, we talking about baseball here still or what? Well, don't know. Um, you know what I mean? Like if if they're just out there, just trying to throw one hundred and one. You yeah. know, they're just trying to throw their arm off every time. You, they're not going to go the length anyway, are they? So, yeah. maybe, well, I don't know. Does that have a dif- on, difference? There was a stat on Nolan the other day that uh, back in the 80s or something, he was clocked at 100 miles an hour. So they worked out the science of it that back then the machine would pick, pick up the ball when it's 10 feet out of the hand or something. So they did the science on it and worked out Nolan was probably thrown about 107, 108 miles an hour yeah. to be accurate. I've seen that one, wow. though. That was, that's a gem. That's ridiculous, but, um, isn't it? I don't think you've got the slide for it, but the one we talked about the other day, the number of times during the regular season that an MLB pitcher threw 115 plus pitches, so in 88, it was 841. 93, 788, 98 was 814, 2003, 464, 2018, 47, and 2023, 2. Yeah. So gone, gone are the starters. But that, again, comes back to, like, lefty versus lefty and situational plays. Yeah. But just shows the number of pitches starters are throwing is diminishing. Yeah. We had a pitcher go through eight. Uh, I think it was for the Brewers. Might have been the Brewers. Uh, was on a no-no, and then uh, got hit hit off in the eighth, and he's gone. But how about this guy? Um, speaking of quality pitchers, got himself a bit of a bit of a go there for the Giants. Hey, absolute gem, old Craw. He's on his uh, bit of a farewell tour, I think. This will be his uh, his last year. Uh, for those that are just listening and not uh, viewing, I always give pitchers a hard time about it uh, not being that hard. I think I proved that today, and he threw a, a scoreless inning uh, for the Giants there. So, oh, did you see the inning though? It was ugly. Like twenty pitches, and like he's walked a guy, and he was all over the shop. Yeah. I think he got lucky. They swung at some bad pitches to get out of that, but yeah, but he yeah. got out of it. Yeah, as a as a as a position player, mate, it's hard out there. It is, it is, mate. A bit of uh, info from one of the the viewers here. Uh, their input on the, on the hitting. The hitting science has improved, making hits smarter and not so aggressive, and having longer at bats. What's your thoughts, fellas? Goes back to Maddox and pounding the strike zone. 
Yeah. It's hard to have a longer at bat if you just keep pounding the strike zone. Yeah. No, you, and especially, you, you, yeah, you just got to get ahead. I know, you know, players are hitting long balls and uh, and things like a lot more long ball, but it's, yeah, you got to get ahead no matter what grade you play. Even uh, yep. even our local third and fourth graders that are uh, probably in the chat right now are talking about it. Coach, you just got to get ahead. You got to get ahead. Most important pitch Work is strike one. Yeah, absolutely. Work from in front. Forget everything yeah. else. Like you think as a hitter, you know as a hitter, it's like if you're up there, how your mindset changes if you're facing one and oh compared to oh and one. Yeah. Same as two and oh versus oh and two. Yeah. Oh and two, you're just going defensive, try and put in the play. Two and oh, you're you're gearing up, you're trying to find that pitch in the one spot to launch it. So yeah. It it yeah. goes back to throwing strikes. That's it. Sure. Knowing, knowing full well they have to come with it too. Yeah, you know, just yeah. Love your feedback, mate. Thanks for the yeah. for the question there. And hitting science has definitely improved. You look at things like you know the drive line, not only for throwing but also hitting, and all the different uh, sports science things that are out there. It's um it's pretty insane. Um, while we're talking about hitting, what about this one today? Mm. Oh, JT hit for the cycle. Um come up first and hit his uh, solo home run and, and then hit a triple off that crazy wall piece at centre, sort of goes across, up, across yeah. and up again and Perfect sort of got tangled up and went like a on a different angle and then um, I think he hit a single, single. next and, yep. and yep. then the double almost went out of here. The double hit the yellow on the wall at the top, so... Yeah, it was a crazy, uh, crazy day for him. Well, I'm sure he was sitting. I'm sure he was sitting there going, "Don't review, don't review." Yeah. Well, the double could have been a triple. It just bounced straight to the centre fielder. It went yeah. to that corner again, and if it didn't ricochet the way it did to the centre fielder, it would have been interesting to see if he chugged, tried to chug out another triple, or whether he just held up at two for the cycle. Yeah, Mate, if you're the if you're the third base coach, you're giving the old stop signs. Hold up. Sure. I, I think they end up losing the game as well, didn't they? Yep. Yeah, they did. Mm. Insane. Insane. Yeah. Imagine having, you know, having a day hitting the cycle and, and losing the game. This guy's um also pretty good with the hits and losing games. Wrong button. Oh, oh showtime. Which one of you blokes sent me this today? I love it. Yeah, that was Randall. me. Yeah, it's pretty good though, isn't it? You know, it's same old. If you're talking about breaking records, you know it's going to be showy. But look at that. MLB players with 20 plus plus home runs hit and 100 Ks pitching in a season. He's yeah. done it 2021, 2022, 2023. Well, and he won't, he'll do it for he'll do it for more years. Mm. Of course he will. It's un, it's unreal. Yeah, I love it. I love watching him play. I'm not an Angels fan by any means, but love watching him play. Yeah. As a baseball fan, it's good to see. Yeah, he just Is brings it? so much excitement every at bat. Like he hacks and he hacks hard, but then he looks like he's going to hack hard, and then he just pokes one. You know, or yeah. just flips flips something opposite field in you know, into left field, or oh, he just love watching it. I love watching. He's it. just cheeky too. He's just got that sense of humor, making it fun. 
it's you know like us playing beer league trying to have have a laugh yep. and have some fun and that's him getting you know he's probably going to get how much you reckon next year 500 mil or something to, nah. to get play mm-hmm. baseball you know it's yeah insane it'll be it'll actually be really good to see what he gets uh later yeah. on in the year and when uh trade deadlines coming up and see what happens we might have to have a little bet on that as we as we get closer yeah between us have have a little uh little stake on that on, on what he's going to get it'll be good hey, we'll, the we'll angels, remember the angels are going through I, I picked it earlier in the year so mate i think the angels are going to pick a few players up this year and well, they, yeah. they're going to go all the way so they're above 500 spend a few dollars and yeah, well, you know what above 500 does for your Boston Red Sox coming last, Davo? Not much. Yeah, um, yeah. in the West. Yeah. It's all about it's the division, third. mate. Yeah. It's good for third. I think, what are they, two games above? Two uh, games or three games above 500? Uh, yeah, they're 544, 37 and 31. Yeah, 37-31. They're still uh, they're five and a half games off Texas. They're only one game behind Houston, so yeah, see what happens. Um, another big hitting one this week was uh, with this one. Old Cut City, yeah, old Cut Shay, what a legend! Good to see him get that back at home. Yeah, the Pirates, absolutely. Yeah, I love seeing him in the black and gold. I, I think that's where he belongs. So yeah, it's awesome. It's still performing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. He is. And for a first place team, I think it's it's been good to get that veteran presence back. Like the Bucks did well last year with that young lineup, but throwing him back in there, just that veteran presence, um, is is doing them well. Jesus, mate. Yeah, <laughs> I'll keep pressing the wrong buttons here, but yeah, I, I agree, mate. Totally agree. It's uh, it's great to see him um, back there in the Pirates doing all right. I hope it's not just a one year or two. I hope I hope he's there for another year or or two. Like he's still performing. He's still, you know, he's that, like you said, veteran presence in the dugout. They probably need that. They need a bit of a leader in the clubhouse while that team's still young. Yeah. Uh, here's one for our audience. Uh, all four of you that are listening in live, there. Uh, we've we've had a bit of a discussion with this one during the week, so. Please uh, let us know in the comments. If you're watching the replay as well, um, make sure you you comment here. But, fellas, we, we've talked about this, and I'm just going to read the question, and we're going to come back to it. We're going to give our answers later on and let people, uh, you know, talk about this one. So, hardest record to break. Nolan Ryan's 5,714 strikeouts or Ricky Henderson's 1,406 steals. All right. You tell us which one's the hardest to break and why, uh, and we're going to talk about this uh, in about 10 minutes' time uh, once a few people get their answers in. So we'll come back to that. We had a bit of a discussion about this, and, yeah, I don't know if you're going to like our uh, answers, but anyway. It was funny. Nolan Ryan had his 3,000th strikeout at 33. Then went on to strike out more people than Tom Glavin, Tom Seaver, uh, Newcomb uh, did over their whole career. So yeah. after that age, after that age, yeah. He's so 
it's just another tidbit that I read the other day. It's like, yeah, he's 3,000th strikeout at 33, and then went on to do what others did their whole career after age 33. Yeah. yeah. I do love um, Nolan Ryan. And uh, I, I spotted this card, actually, during the week. I, I sent it to you blokes, and I've got to get myself one. Uh, I, I may or may not have a bidding on eBay on one. It's not a not a grade 10, <laughs> but um, it's just an unreal, unreal image. Good bit of art. It's worth bugger all, but it's uh, it's definitely, um, you know, a good one. For those that are just listening, it's Nolan Ryan looking over his shoulder and it's the ball's smouldering and he's giving us that glare, but I do like the tally. The strikeout tally in the background. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely brilliant. But uh yeah, we do have an answer in. I'm gonna answer Gorick's question. But before that, now fellas, we used to get together a bit and do a few card breaks here and there. Um here and there. Here and there, we, we oh we done a few. I mean, at least at least once a week. Yeah, well, once a week, sometimes more. And um, we've often talked about getting the band back together. Uh, but I think it's well, time we're that back we've together. Uh, yeah, we're back together, but you know, at a different capacity. So I think it's time to um, break out the the cards again. And um, I know we've all still been collecting the time that we haven't been breaking, but. We're going to have a bit more fun with it and um, do a few breaks here and there, I think. So just keep your eyes posted. We'll post in our social. And those that were on the Screwball Collectibles Facebook page or the, the, the closed group, there'll be some info in there, but I'll also uh, pop some stuff up on the um, Sports Rewind digital page and it'll be a bit of fun to get back into it. There'll be uh, nothing too high end. It will be um, pretty basic, but... Going through, um, sorry, I'm just going to cough a bit. Another excuse to sort of get together, have a beverage and sort of talk baseball and crack out if if we have to. Oh, it's tough. You're you're twisting my arm. You might have to do one at a fourth or third grade game, Dave, I reckon. Yeah. Wow. We might do like a a Toronto Tigers break. Might as well. Put them in the what, back pocket, walking out to the mound, and just tie them up. <laughs> if I pull one of these out of one of one of the breaks that you blokes have, I'll, I'll be pretty ecstatic. Just make sure Brian's not umpiring because you know it might be a visit. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. All I'll right, walk. let's uh, hit up Gorick's answer. Uh, Steals. They don't do it enough anymore, or play as many games as they did due. To injury management. Ooh, thoughts? Yeah, yeah I, I, I get. Yep, yeah, they don't play as. There's a lot more rest days in there, but I think stealing wise is with the with the new rules. I think that's starting to happen a lot more. I think somebody's already got thirty plus steals already this season. So what are we? Not even we're not even halfway yet, and someone's already got thirty. It's okay. pretty hard. R- Ricky Henderson's. Record is. I still think it's untouchable, but um, yeah, you got to you got to be stealing a hundred plus bases a year, don't you? For for ten or eleven years. Yeah, it's, so pretty, it's a fair know. point, but yeah, you've got to. That's it. You, you've your eighty steals a year for like 
a dozen years at least. Yeah. So who has the body to be able to do that? Yeah. Yeah. So we're seeing some of these guys come in now, like Ellie De La Cruz the other day got his, you know, made his debut. Um, and that 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 dude is sickly fast. Um, but do you know what? You still got to get on base to to steal. Billy yeah. Hamilton. Billy Hamilton. He was can't oh. first base. No, that's right. You know, he was same as he had sickening speed. But guess what? Yeah, you got to get on. And that's what that's where Henderson was that step above, wasn't it? You know, yeah. if he didn't yeah. if he didn't get himself a hit, he, he drew a walk. He, yeah. His eye was unbelievable. So, yeah. And everyone knew yeah. he was going too. Yeah, like, didn't matter. Yeah. New, right. Crowd knew, the pitcher knew, catcher knew, and quite often, if he did second, he'd do third. Yeah, hundred percent. And you know, and and that was in an era too where a pitch out and all that sort of stuff was a common occurrence. Mm. Yeah, like, I think I would think I've seen one pitch out this year in a season no, where I haven't seen any. I've seen one. Um, I don't think that's all. I think that's the only only one I've seen this year, and. It's in a year where a stolen base is back to a, a big thing again, where there's a lot of a lot of runners going, yeah, and still they're not pitching out. Like it's it's not a it's not a trait that pitchers have anymore, being able to pitch out. They they haven't had to do it, so. And they can't change their times timing either. It's a lot harder now yeah. with the pitch clock that used to be able to sort of come set to the mound, and just and sit there and sit there and sit there now you can't because by the time you get the ball back you've got the sign you with your little your hat here and then come set you've only got about five six seconds to pitch yeah 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 much different much different hey yeah marvin marvin good to, welcome. You, mate. good to have you on yeah i, I agree mate I, I i don't think uh any of them are going to get broken to be honest no. and we both talked we've all talked about this and uh, we probably don't think that uh, those stolen bases, all the strikeouts will get broken. But, yeah, it, oh. to choose one, I'm not sure. For those that uh, haven't seen what we're talking about, it's uh, hardest record to break Nolan Ryan or Ricky Henderson's. Um, yeah, it's, well, it, they're both insane stats. You look at Nolan Ryan's, like 5,714, like I think he – if you got tw- all twenty-seven outs, all the strikeouts in a game, that's still two hundred and eleven games you have to throw. Yeah. Like, and as we talked about before, with pitchers not going as deep in games anymore, and like yes, guys are throwing hard, but um, yeah, it's that. That's the one that gets us. Is that there's no way he's like. What pitchers are around till their forties throwing gas? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's it's crazy stats. I don't think it'll ever get beaten. But thanks for your uh, input there, anyway. Uh, Garrick on that one. And if you do have uh, an answer, mate, please uh, pop it in the comments. Marvin, mate, no good, buddy. Go and get yourself a feed, have a sleep, and uh, yeah. Mate, if you're listening to us, we'll put you to sleep any day, all right? So uh, go and get yourself a feed and, and get into it. 
Right. Oh, well, yeah, you're talking about stolen bases before, and um, uh, Ruiz had 31, Randall. Ronald Cooney Jr.'s 28. Wanda Franco, 22, is the next one. So um, that's the stolen bases there. Um, Randall's gone. He's probably gone for a um, poo run. Poo run. But, uh, but yeah, it's. Um, what it else have we got? The stolen base. It is good to see the stolen base coming back. It's it's an exciting part of the play. Um, is seeing someone steal a base. Yeah, it is, and the, the base size is definitely, you know, <laughs> made made it better. I, I don't know. You know, you're only talking about inches. Heidi talks about you know more inches all the time, but you know, it, it does make a huge difference, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just writing you guys a message. Sorry. Um, where are we up to? We've got a couple more things to go through here. I've seen this one, and this one's for our um, our younger audience. Uh, so, Gorek, this is probably you, our younger people. We have a younger uh, audience. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, we've got one of the greats, Ryan Sandberg. I was taught you never, ever disrespect your opponent, your teammates, your organisation, or your manager, and never your uniform. I absolutely love this. Yeah. As a kid, I, I we grew up in a family that, you know, we didn't have heaps of money or anything like that. So, you know, buying, getting a, a rolling baseball glove or something like that was pretty special. Uh, I still had... I don't know if you remember, remember the little glove I had, little Rawlings Randall. I remember going down with um to <clears throat> baseball dugout with um um uh, we went down, me and the old boy went down. Old Tommy the umpire, he was going down to sell some bases. There was there was someone else with us, I can't remember. But um I still remember that glove. I think I was about nine or ten, so it's a fair while ago. It was a hundred bucks. This Rawlings baseball glove, beautiful. It was about as big as what my hand is now. And um, I had that glove forever. And I looked after it because of this sort of thing that was taught back then about looking after your equipment and, you know, looking after this and looking after that. It's not taught enough, I don't think. I think, uh, you know, a lot of parents will, will bring it up and, and talk about it, but I think it's a it's a big one that everyone should know. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. I, and going along with that, I still love Tommy Lasorda's comment uh, that sticks with us. Play for the name on the front of the jersey, not on the back of the jersey. Yeah, absolutely. So it goes, goes along with the same same line. Love it. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%, 100%. One thing that I was always drilled into me as a younger bloke coming through was club, club, team, player. That was the order of priority. Club first, team second, and player was last. So, yep. you yep. you know, people, especially young, younger, I feel the younger, the younger people coming through forget that, that it's club first, team second, and then player last. Yeah, it's, it's what we push on our kids. And like they're only twelve and ten, but we say to them, "You might be the best player in the world, but if you're 
a Schnauz teammate, then no, I'm sorry, you're getting a kick in the ass. I said, the number one thing we make sure we instill in them is that they're a good teammate, a good club mate, a good teammate, and then the individual performance comes afterwards. Yeah. And that's that's what we push on the kids and just hope they get out of it. Like what we had, we all bought up that way. So yeah. it it is about, yeah, making sure the team comes first. Being a good yeah. teammate goes back to this one we talked about earlier, Randall, you know? Yeah, it does. Maybe mate. having that good surrounding and makes a big difference. So, yeah, um, yeah I, I did enjoy that one and uh, thought I'd like to share that one with the, the younger viewers. Got a few uh, other slides here to bring up before we move on. I thought we we're going to have a quick one tonight. I was wrong again. Uh, thanks to those that have tuned in and uh, some of our new friends that joined the the podcast tonight. So uh, this one here, I absolutely love this. I'm a big fan of it. The Cleveland Browns uh, put it put a big uh, uh, what they do a poll on what logos um, they should have and. I absolutely love it. The new dog. What do you yeah, both think of it? It's different to the old helmet. I think that's what their old logo was, wasn't it? Just yep. the old, the old helmet. So yeah, still got a a bit similar traits. That you know, the bit of hair down the middle of his eyes, and it's white. Sort of had yep. that same sort of line across, like a C down the bottom there, and he's in his chain sort of yep. thing. Yeah. I like it. Um, yeah. How often do, do teams change change logo? Like it's in, in MLB, it's it's a, it's fairly common. Um, yeah. I, I think it's good. Why not? Absolutely. TF Hudson just joined us. Marvin will go for a feed with you, mate. He hasn't had a feed for a couple of days. Yeah, um, he hasn't slept either. I'm a bit late. One cent wings Thursday, anyone. I'll be there. Pending man flu. Uh, but, yes, you haven't missed the whole heap, T.F. Hudson. Just go back and watch 54 minutes of us dribble. Uh, what's, his, what's, his, what's his take on the harder uh, record to break? Yeah. Tim, if you haven't, uh, we'll, we'll replay it for him so that he can see it. Um, there's a, a slide here that you got to vote on, Tim. What do you think's harder? Uh, let us know in the comments. Um, he, he wouldn't know about three either. Three barrels of one cent wings. Uh, Nolan Ryan's 5,714 strikeouts or Ricky Henderson's 1,406 steals. Let us know. Mate, he wouldn't know about striking blokes out or stealing, so don't even ask him. Mate, he had a couple of strikeouts. Uh, old Jughead, a former guest, oh, uh, piped in. Good to have you on, mate. Um, he struck out a few. It was like, you know, the, the EFAS pitches that, you know, they have a few big swings and misses. Anderson, for sure, from uh, Jughead, mate. Hard one to break. I, I just don't know how anyone can, is going to beat any of them, to be truthful. It's, uh, it's yeah, massive. There's a Hard few there, mate. There's, there's a few there, you know, like um, Cal Ripken's, Junior's record as well. Like, there's a few there that will. I don't think anyone can get close to ever again. Yeah, fifty-six just, just, hitting streak. Fifty-six you know, game hitting streak. Bernie's fifty-six beers. 
Yep. Who's hasn't someone got like a twenty-five or twenty-six hit game? Yeah, Semyon game for, for Texas. Semyon for Texas. Yeah, I, I haven't really been watching it too hard, but yeah, I did see he was sort of twenty-five or twenty-six. Batting four hundred game history. Yeah, yeah, they're batting four hundred. That's definitely in jeopardy. But yeah, twenty-seven but I, strikeouts. I, oh, I twenty. It, sorry, twenty strikeouts 20, in a game. Twenty strikeouts. I think those those sort of ones could be broken, but I think those ones where it's longevity, where you've got you've got to have played for twelve plus years and been that consistent for that entire time. I don't yeah. think those ones can be broken. No. I don't. I just don't think it happens anymore. Yeah. No. Including not they don't play enough games in a year with rest days and all that sort of crap, and you know the slight little niggle and that's it. You're out straight on yeah. that IL or whatever. So, yeah. Uh, good luck beating any of those records. One last slide for you, fellas. This one, Randall. You said I think it was you sent me this. Yeah. I actually don't mind it. The uh, there's a good the one there for ju- from ju- from Jughead actually the um how many wins in a season for a pitcher that that's another one that can't be broken I don't think either yeah no one's going to get sixty wins that's that's untouchable as well for sure Insane. yeah so the yeah, jersey they- Oregon's jersey you give us a rundown really you know a bit more about it oh I I just saw it pop up on on socials um. Yeah, they've they've gone out there and run this run this little beauty, um, and I think they got beat. You know, they got walked off against them, and um, I think to force a game three. So yeah, I, I don't think I'll be wearing that again. Might as well just Straight go and fire. burn it. But yep. I tell you what, though, she's odd, and um, even on the back, you know, I think the the numbers took up. <laughs> Three quarters of the back. They were these giant elongated numbers too. Like it was, it was an out there sort of sort of gear. Yeah. Trying to get the big O, mate. No. I don't know. Uh, is it like a, uh, I don't know, like a hunting style camo or? Oh, what I don't are they know. For I don't know. It looks like they It looks like you know flocks of, the old flock of seagulls. Aren't they the Oregon Ducks, though? Oregon Ducks. Oregon Ducks, yeah. Looking to to get a few uh, ducks themselves by the look of that. Throwing into the old flying Vs. The old flying V, eh? Shit house for a cricket jersey. Yeah. The Ducks. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's uh, all our slides we've got for tonight. Um, But we've also got plenty to talk about. Let's uh, go through the MLB. Um, standings. Hey, Jughead, your um, Atlanta Braves are going all right again this year, mate. Um, I have enjoyed watching a bit of the Braves lately. It's been pretty good to watch. Um, another one we've, we've been talking about a bit, Randall, is your Orioles, mate. How have they been going this week? Mate, they've been, they've been going all right, actually. I've been happy sitting back, kicking back, watching those guys. Um, yeah, um, they're up there. They are up there. I, I don't even know what to say. They, that start of the year, I thought maybe, you know, is this a little bit too good to be true? You know, like they're, they're just sort of flying along there a bit. We're now pushing towards halfway through the season and they're 41 and 24. 
Like, you know, they're, they're still a fair way back from Tampa Bay, but man, they're looking good. They they just lost they lost a series um two one to uh, the Brewers, then they turned Brewers, it around. Yeah. I think they and they swept Kansas City. I think. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but they're beating the teams they need to beat. Like, you know, they beat they beat the Braves in a series. They they beat Pittsburgh. Um, you know, all these other teams. So, yeah. I don't know. Can you dare to dream? Well, looking good for a wild card at least. Like they're clearly <clears throat> second best record in the league. Yeah. Well, Texas got them, or I think they're still above Tech or close to Texas. So, second best record in the league. So you've got to be happy with that. Now they're above Texas, although they're equally Texas. They're both 20, uh, 41 and twenty-four at six thirty-one. So equally Texas for the second best. Um, yeah, second best in the American League. And actually, that's also. Oh, Diamondbacks are also six twenty-one. Yeah. Okay, so six thirty-one. So they're, they're equal second for best in baseball. Mm. Yeah. And so, the and Gunnar Henderson today, uh, this week, American League Player of the Week as well. So it's massive. They're just ticking it over, mate. Ticking it over. Yeah, it just seems to be someone new keeps standing up every time. So yeah. You know, Adley's got the votes, I think, at the moment for the all-star catcher, starter. So, yeah, you know, Felix Bautista will probably be thereabouts for, um, you know, in the re- closer or whatever for uh, the all-star game. Yeah. He's throwing pretty good. So, I don't know. They're just – a few guys are still doing doing pretty good. And really, we still haven't got all our, all our big pitching back. Yeah, you, know, you still know John Means or anyone like that. You know, that's your ace is still sitting on the sideline. Yeah. What about uh, you? Talk. We were talking about Atlanta before, and um, Jaron lost to the Tigers today. Yeah, Torkelson uh, finally done something and hit a walk off single, but in the um, tenth, I think wasn't it? I think so. today. I think he he also Torkelson also hit a two run bomb. I think earlier yeah. on. Yeah, to tie it up. Good to see him doing something when, uh, you know, you've got a million of his rookie cards sitting in there waiting for him to do something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else have we got going on in baseball, fellas? So, obviously, Tampa Bay still out in front with 48 and 21, just crushing it last 10. They're 8 and 2 uh, in there at Oakland, I believe, next. So, uh, hey, Oakland's on a six-game winning streak. Yeah. They are. They are on a six-game winning streak. Praise the Lord. Let's see how they go with with fans. Six great. Yes. How good is that? I forgot to put that into the the, um, slides. Well, actually, I didn't forget. I just didn't have time later on in the the evening. Go through that one with us, mate. Yeah, so the A's, um, what what are they calling it? A reverse uh, reverse boycott. boycott. So they're all turning up to show that it's not it's not the players, it's not the fans, it's the ownership. So they're hoping to get at least like close to a sellout at the Coliseum. So how good would that be for the A's who have won six in a row, come home and play in front of a decent crowd? They won't know mm. themselves. No, insane. It'll be it'll be quality. Randall's gone. 
He's, I wonder if he's going for another drink or he's uh, going for one of those other stops that he had to have the other week. Had to have a crap. But anyway, not this right. week, mate. I think he's just gone to water the horse. Yes, plenty of baseball going on. Uh, yeah, the, the Boston Red Sox, mate, 33 and 34. Uh, they got Colorado up next, so hopefully yeah. they can. Lost to them today. It... We took took two or three yeah. against the Yankees, so it's always good to do. Yeah, it is good. That was a quality game, actually, the ESPN game of the day the other day. Um, do you, uh, Are they at Colorado, do you know, or are they at no, home? at Boston. They're at home. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's always good watching games at Colorado, seeing heaps of long ball. But uh, wasn't there a walk off uh, yesterday? Four hundred and seventy-two feet or something? Yeah, insane. That's insane. Insane indeed. All right. Anything else uh, popping up for baseball wise, mate? We've still got Minnesota out in front. Uh, yeah, in the Central. Um, Texas in the West doing it easy. Well, uh, Houston's sticking by. Yeah, Braves. I think we worked out um, what was it the the Mets and someone else and the Padres have spent eight hundred million or five hundred million so far this year for a combined fifty five and sixty record or something. I think. Yeah. Uh, Jug and myself were sharing that round um, Instagram, so that's that's good for a laugh. Randall wouldn't have seen that one because he doesn't answer Instagram messages. <laughs> no. hey, you got apple juice, mate. Yeah, just on the old uh, Sun Suntory, mate. Bit of bit of whiskey. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah. Nice. Only other thing in baseball that Gunnar Gunnar Henderson who you spoke about. He uh, his long ball the other day was actually the longest um, Utah Street or flag court home run in an actual game. Yeah. Right. Obviously, I think it was Griffey hit one off the warehouse. Yep. In the home run derby. Yeah. But um, as an actual during a game, that was the longest uh, home run into out onto the flag or Utah Street. Yeah. Massive. So that's pretty. That's pretty well matched. I think it was four hundred and sixty-two feet or something like that. Crazy. How about this bloke? This bloke here, Jughead, plays for the Mets, doesn't he? Eight hundred million. Love to oh, see it. Hate the Mets. Mate. Love your Vogel back. Yeah, yeah uh, 50, fifty-nine and sixty-six. They're combined to be, and yeah, eight hundred million dollars. It's your team, mate. You got to love the Mets. Oh, that... uh, we we got to get a a comparison up, don't we? Yeah, Mark we do. After might have to bring that in next week, mate. After yeah. Hendricks won the other week, I think we need to yeah. get one in. Yeah, for sure. All right, fellas. If there's uh oh. what was that? Gets released this week with Voigt coming in. Yeah, you know, you've well, heard it first. Well, well that'll uh, stop that'll stop New York sinking. I reckon New York is sinking, and one of the comments was, Well, why don't we just let Vogelback go so it stops the city sinking? Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, I think there'll be, there'll be a few clubs jumping on to, to pick him up, that's for sure, I'd say. Yeah, I think so. I think it's all right still, occasionally. And uh, Voigt's just a right-handed version of him, so he's not slow right. as, just a DH, so be interesting. Fair enough. Righto. 
Let's leave it there, fellas. Oh, we haven't even talked about cricket or NRL or anything, actually. Oh, cricket. stop it. What's going on with the cricket, Davo? We watched a fair bit over the weekend. Yeah, so it was good to see us win the Test Championship. Um, like we said before, atrocious run rate, uh, overrate, sorry, but uh, our bowling just did the job um, again. Our batsmen, even though we haven't had a good sort of warm-up for it, uh, it was a good good test. Everyone did what they had to and a great lead-up for the Ashes. The Ashes starts a couple of days, I think, or a week, so... Um, it's a good lead up. The Indians are whinging, um, calling Cam Green a cheater. But uh, I think you could clearly see fingers were under the ball. Um, Ponting, Ponting called it straight away on commentary. He said, look, fingers are under the ball. But uh, Indians are now whinging on social media, saying it should be best of three. Um, why have it in June in England? But I love it. It was a neutral pitch. And yep. Indians, they never they never play well away from home. So um, it was good to see sort of Travis Head score some runs. Um, Nathan Lyon took up a few wickets in the second innings. So great lead up for the Ashes. So it's setting up to be a good, good series. Yeah, yeah. mate, I agree. It's just, it's, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Like India want to complain when they're the ultimate pitch doctor is in the world, you know, Things don't go their way, and they're the first ones to complain. Things go their way, and everyone else is a whinger. Like how many times that catch could have could have gone either way, either way at the end of the day. Yep. You know we've seen them all go both ways. Guess what? Yep. This this time it went it, it went the other way. So. Yep. And the best unlu- thing they've unlucky. done now uh, is they got rid of the soft signal. So. Yep. That just that's one of the best decisions they've made is get rid of the soft signal. Let the third umpire just make up his own mind. He's got all the views that he can possibly have. And it's just one thing now, let him do it. And um yeah, it's good for the game. But I love Jughead's comment. It's it's yeah. quite true. You might have it to is. put that up, Hutto. Read it, read it out, fellas. So yeah, the Asher starts this Friday. India sound like Belmont. We won a three-game series. Oh, wait, we lost, so let's play one game. Yeah. Belmont cricket sound like that, do they? Um, maybe. Go on, Jughead. Go on, mate. I do like that one. Also, this one, will Warner make it to the Sydney test? That's tough. Steve Smith, Steve Smith has even come out and said he's got to score runs. Um I think if he struggles in the first few Ashes tests, it'll be hard. If he's yeah. mediocre, makes his 40s, I reckon, and we're winning, I think they'll carry him. Um, but it's there's a lot of tests between now and Sydney. There's yeah. the Ashes series, and then we've got a few uh, in Australia. So he's got to do a yeah. bit of work. I love yeah, the bloke, but, but I think you, he's you gone. Think- you think about though who we're playing in Australia, to like, we're not playing England. Like, who are we playing? We're playing like uh, West Indies. Or West Army Indies, or, then then Pakistan. Like you, you tell me that they can't carry him to retire. Yeah. yeah. You know, against a team like that, he'll he'll be able, they'll be able to carry him. For I mean, the viewers have spoken. Drop him. Candice will take him to a cubicle with Ponga. Ooh. There you go. Big calls yeah, there. Big bigger calls. balls than him, though. <laughs> yeah. 
That's uh, I agree. But, be but I, I, honestly, like I think they can carry him against West Indies and Pakistan as a farewell. You know, we know he's going to retire after the Sydney Test. Well, yeah, just they can carry him. I think might be yeah. a different story during the Ashes if he can't score in the first first one or two tests in the Ashes. He might disappear. Yeah, but well, Harris has back. played well over in England, so it's like yeah. he's he's the likely replacement. And um, if it if he doesn't do well in the first few tests, and we're down one or two tests, we want to win the Ashes. So yeah. I'm all for sentimental yeah. kickoffs and all that. But if he doesn't score double digits in the first two tests and we're down 2-0, tough calls Goodness. may have to be made. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I agree. I agree. If he doesn't score runs in the first one or two tests in the Ashes, he, he may get a, uh, a rest. But I think yeah. coming back to Australia, he, you know, He's a flat track bully anyway, so he'll come back to Australia and he'll get his swan song summer in Australia to retire and he'll probably score a million runs. But, you know, well, there if, it if, is. He's, if he's doing nothing against the Duke ball and when it's swinging around or whatnot, I think they, they need to cut him or, or rest rest him, I assume mm. the term will be. Um, yeah, there might be a niggling injury in. sort of thing that might come yeah. into play. Yeah. Yeah. He's not dropped, he's being rested or you know, oh he's got he's got a yeah, he's fucking back left molar is sore yeah, in his yeah. mouth or something, you know, like maybe um yeah. I, I think it I don't think he'll uh play the whole the whole series over in the ashes is my opinion, but we'll see. If the Aussies are getting up there, it'll happen. What yeah. about this one? Does Tim Zhu win again on Sunday? Yep. He wins. I got nothing. I think he wins. Yeah. Have you got have you got that? Have you got that on, Tim? Oh, we're heading over there, are we? Well. Fair enough. If he's got it on, uh, for anyone that's listening, uh 26. Uh better not give that out. His address, but anyway. (laughs) Mate, uh like he's coming out, but I think it was longer than 69. I think it was like a 76 footer or something. Um, the local, the local Canadian in the fourth, local I think it was the fourth playoff hole. Um, yeah. sunk, sunk a monster putt to win it. But the funniest yeah. thing happened afterwards was that one of the fellow players <laughs> came out to sort of shower <laughs> champagne and he got decked by security because security. he was wearing a hoodie. Um, yeah. And um, I thought it was great, but oh, it's hell of a putt! What a way to yeah, win a, a cha- like a tournament, uh, like seventy footer, longest yeah. putt to win a championship, and Canadian winning the Canadian Open or whatever it's called. But yeah, that was good to see. I just love the security guard doing the takedown on old mate. <laughs> Another player's yeah, coming out to celebrate, and he comes in and takes him down, and it's like, what was that? Greenkeepers wouldn't have, oh, the greenkeeper wouldn't have been happy because that would yeah. have left a mark in the green. That security guard would have been 150 kilos too, and he absolutely oh. mashed him. So, anyway, yeah. NRL. I didn't see any NRL, Randall. Fill us in. Yeah. Well, uh, my heart was broken early, mate. So you know, what do you do? But no, uh, you're not led early. They, the, they, they, they were leading for a while. 
Yeah, it's not even talk about it, mate. It breaks me heart. <laughs> no. Um, we started off pretty early. The Tigers got beat by the Titans, 28-12. Uh, Warriors, 36 over the Raiders, 14. Manly did a number on the Dolphins, 58-18. to uh, Dragons, upset of the weekend, 36 yeah. over the Rabbitohs, 30. Did not pick that. Announced, they've just announced a new coach too. They finally coach. made the decision and put Flanagan yeah, the, in as in as coach. Yeah, the drug cheats in there. Yep. You, you know, there would be a few Dragons players getting administered, administered some uh, illicit substances, I'm sure. Uh, the, the Broncos, 24 over my Knights, 20. Mate, I love that game. That game, effort. A b- big thing for me, being a Knight supporter and, 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 and whatnot, you get used to losing. Losing's nothing new. It's about that effort. So you, you see your team go out there and they actually they actually put in a hundred percent effort and um <laughs> Manly finally won a game, so of course Van Dyke's commenting. You don't hear yeah. from him for ages and Manly finally win a game. <laughs> yeah. Last I saw they had a draw with the Knights. Yeah, good team champ. <laughs> but um yeah, no, I just um, yeah, effort level level of effort from the Knights was something that I haven't seen in a couple of years. So I tell you what, if they can do that again, they they might actually win another game. But generally, as the Knights do, they'll be rubbish next week. Um, Panthers, Panthers thirty over the Roosters six. Um, Roosters are in all sorts. Oh, mate. Well, actually, the Knights have the Roosters this week, so. The Roosters are on a rebound. They'll, they'll win this week. But, uh, the Storm, 54 over Cronulla, 10. That was a hiding. Yeah. Like, Nico Hines, like, he's pushing for he, a spot to be a halfback for, for New South Wales, and he was rubbish. He went missing. That was probably his worst game he's ever played. But yeah. at least we know the Sharks won't win the premiership this year. They've had 50 put on them. Yep. No one's ever had 50 put on them and score, and uh, gone on to win the comp. And then the Dirty Dogs got done by the Eels 34-12. Bit of a dismal effort, Davo. It, it was. I actually backed the Bulldogs this week. I thought they played pretty well against the Roosters the week before. Um, they showed a bit of fight, but they just didn't turn up against the Eels. And no. like you know, it's very, very lacklustre and very disappointing. Yeah, yeah. I was I was actually um, impressed. Actually, like you, we got Origin coming up on the twenty first. So what's that next next week? Yeah, yeah, so, Wednesday week. Wednesday week um, was Caelan Ponga versus Reese Walsh. It was the the battle of the uh, fullbacks for Queensland. I know uh, Ponga's ruled himself out, but I tell you what, that's one of the best games I've seen him play in uh, almost since he's been at the Knights. He actually defended. Like that's something that I haven't seen for a long, long time from him. You guys and, obviously didn't, didn't really catch it, or no, nah, didn't see any nah. of it. Oh, losers. <laughs> yeah, no, he actually made t- good tackles and um, yeah, just broke the line quite a number of times. It was just good to see. Also, yep, nice but, um, playing. So, yeah, big, <laughs> big surprise in the. Um... For New South Wales, though, choosing bloody mm. Moses, I, I would have gone Reynolds. I think Reynolds is the guy who's been there, done that. He knows Suncorp. He's not put off by Suncorp. Um, Moses is—he's just hit and miss. So, yeah, 
I tend to agree. I I would have picked Reynolds. Um, I think the argument might be that maybe he's a bit bit long in the tooth. Um, well, they I, don't remember would, Alfie Langer. Yeah, no, obviously coming not. back to play State of Origin and dominating. Obviously yeah, not. He flew over yeah. from uh, where was he? He was playing in London, in, or in London. England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's still there but, now as a runner. Yeah, look, I, I would have picked Reynolds too. I, I think, especially at Suncorp and current form, he's he's playing unreal footy. Like he's a, he's he's in the team that's finishing first at the moment. They're running first or second. You know, so I'm picking him, but no, that's not the way Freddie Fittler went. He did make a comment, I think, before game one where he said, um, I think he said, Nico Hines and Tavita Pengai Jr., you know, they deserve to be here. They'll be here for all three games. Mm. And they've played one game. They've both been dropped. So I think, I think, I think Freddie's got a, got a bit to answer for. I think he's got to go and get someone new in. Uh, I as a Blues fan, I scratch my head every every year when they yeah. pick the team. There's a lot of people in there that I scratch my head about. Um, I think if play, they lose this game, Fittler's done. Yeah, he's had his you know, he's had his time. He's he's not showing enough to sort of warrant retaining the position. Nah, you know, he, constantly picking players out of position and things like that, and you know. Honestly, Tedesco's not playing that great, and and he's still picking him at fullback when you've got Latrell and Tommy Turbo. That you know, you know, I'm not a Bunnies fan by any means, but you know, why wouldn't you play? Why wouldn't you play Latrell back there or or Tommy Turbo? He's there on name only, and his form just hasn't been there for the Roosters this year. He's not no. leading the Roosters, so and he's no, the he's captain not. for him, so. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think I think someone else should have been there in that fullback position, and he should be earning his spot again. Like, yeah. Anyway, what would yeah, I know? Yeah. Hey, so the uh, speaking of origin, the women only play two matches. So, uh, what happens there if uh, New South Wales gets up? Four if and New against. South Wales, yeah, four and against straight up. If that's tied, it then goes to. Um, to whoever scored the first try in the first game, mm. which was which was Queensland, so ridiculous. That that's a tiebreaker. That's... They did mention that on the uh, on the coverage the other night when it was on. TF Hudson, you think Dylan Edwards, Panthers fullback? Never heard of her. I think he gets ragdolled. I I think you need a Latrell Mitchell, someone with a bit with a bit of a frame back there that can still move. Yeah, leave Latrell in the centres. Put Tommy back there. Maybe I know Van Dyke will go for that. Um, yeah. Anyway, New South well, Wales just need to remember how to win. They're 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 a little bit lost, I think, at the moment. They they don't know what they need to they need to find out what their identity is. They mm. they don't know what who they are at the moment. Yeah. Peace on. Pierce on Gibbs off, was it? Pierce off, Pierce on. Off, Jack. Pierce, 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 Pierce off, Jack. Pierce Gibbs off, Gibbs on. Yeah. Uh, What'd you say? Pierce off, Jack Gibbs on. Don't do it. I love it. I had a bit of the 12th man on the last mm. night shift. Got to get through those 2 to 3 a.m. 
I uh, I didn't see this one. What what's your thoughts on the throwing a drink bottle at a player? I didn't see it. Uh, it was Hargraves actually, and uh, uh, it was someone from the Panthers. He trailed or was he squirting the water on the person? He squ- he squirted him first, and that's when they got a bit mouthy, and then he threw it at his at his head. Yeah, right. They both got they both got ten in the bin. Oh, it's just that's, dog out. That's Hargraves being oh, that's, that's, that's who he is. Yeah, but he'd just That's... been knocked around a bit. He'd been belted too, like you know what I mean. Like it's a bit of a bit of a sore eye loser. You know, he's they were down twenty six six or thirty to six or something two at the time, so they were way down. And he's just trying to get a bit of niggle in there. But I don't know. I'm all for the squirt the water bottle on him and have a laugh at him. But then you know he 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 lipped up back and. He threw the water bottle at him, and then you know that Panthers. I can't think of who it was. The Panthers bloke was straight around there, like, "Come on, old dog, let's have a dig." Mm. He Bring wasn't keen. Beef. He wasn't keen though. He, you know, he's old warhorse. He, he's not interested in that shit anymore. But yeah, I, I don't know. I thought it was. I thought it was poor form from him. Yeah. You know, you, you you've done nothing on the field all year. You've probably done nothing for probably the last two years. You know. Stand, stand up and run the ball and and hit hit up rather than niggle and and, and carry on. But so the one thing State of Origin needs, which I know won't come back, is Roy and HG. Oh, 100%. the the commentary is just atrocious. Doesn't matter <sighs> like who's who's doing it now, but Roy and HG they never tried to be serious. They had fun with it, and you enjoyed it. Now. You just want to put it on mute. You don't. You don't want to yeah. listen to the commentary that's there. No. No. The only times of the year I listen to to the uh, NBN coverage is State of Origin and Finals when it's not on Fox. That's it. Mm. I just can't handle it. Well, at least I love me Roy and HG. You know, listen to your know, petrol seventy cents a liter or your salt and vinegar. Yeah. You know, Smith's salt and running vinegar. away from the card table. Yeah, running away from the card table. I tackled on the Triple J sign there. <laughs> And that's all it was. It was the game was on full mute and the radio was pumped. Yep. Wishart, what's he doing there? Why isn't he back on the team bus? Who let him off the bus? <laughs> Quality. It was always good. Mm. I think um, the front bar should should do something. Oh, Mick yeah. Malloy, how good would that be? That would be Mick Malloy and Sam Pang. They're, it, they're, they're close big, to Ryan HG. They're, they're, they're good to watch. Yeah. They are good to watch. Um, I'm starting to lose the voice, fellas. Um, the uh, Aussie Drop Bears played against the Savannah Bananas. We forgot to mention that earlier as well. Uh, and in a couple of history, you know, things in history that were made, we had the first uh, wedding proposal. Um, we had the first international team uh, to make you know, a double trick play. Um, Maxie Brennan had, you know, a couple of trick plays there. And they also had their first ever washout game with the Savannah Bananas. And uh, I believe today went on to game four and washed out another one. So the good old Aussies can bring over a, a bit of water, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Do you blokes catch any, any of the live streams of that? Yeah. Funky Phil going on the uh, on the tarp and 
yeah. uh, going up in the full cricket gear as well. But um, I just even the commentary, it's like when they had Ox up there for the Vegemite. Our mates grabbed a spoonful like it's Nutella, and Ox has just gone, no, nah, you know, you're doing it wrong. You want the smallest amount. They, yeah. they just still don't get it. But it was a great series, great promotion for the game. The Aussies went there in the right spirit, and um, and that's and they got a lot out of it, and the Bananas got a lot out of it, and it was a real, real good series for for the game. It was, and they're looking to bring it back uh, over here, which is great. Um, if you did. Uh, missed the interview I had with uh, the Cap- uh, Matt Cavill. Um, check it out. I'll, I'll link it in uh, over there or that side or wherever near the giraffe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it was a, a good interview. He just sort of said it how it was. And uh, I believe they've sold a fair bit of merch over there as well, which is fantastic. Um, plenty of uh, hats, shirts, um, and things like that, and jerseys, the reversible jersey. Um, but also some of our culture um, into those live streams. So they were talking about this is probably one of the best things for me was them telling, you know, the world about the pros and cons of being in Australia and there were some absolute classics. Uh, if, you haven't, if you haven't watched it, go and check it out because it was Every, unreal. Everything will kill you. Everything yeah, will kill everything. you in Australia. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, you know, they're talking about, some of the, the good foods and things like that. So uh, if you haven't haven't seen it, go and check it out. But let's leave it there for tonight, fellas. Hour and a half in. We'll have to get Cav back on so that we can uh, all get a uh, sponsor hat and run some hats. Absolutely, mate. Uh, we'll be talking to Cav again soon because the Down Under Winter Classic's on in a couple of weeks, uh, which Randall and I will be at. Yep. It's on in the Gold Coast early July and um, uh, runs for a week up there. So all ages, I think it is. It's around under 12s right through to... Ten, 10s to 18s, I think. 10s to 18s. So uh, it's, a, it's a great one to check out. All right, fellas. Let's yeah. uh, let's sign off now and we'll talk to you again. Oh, next week, I believe uh, we're going to be on a Monday night next week. I haven't... Um, haven't checked in with you guys to make sure that's okay, what? but you know, what night? Possibly Monday night next week. Uh, okay. I've got, I've got it down here. I think. Anyway, pretty sure, pretty sure yeah. I'm not booked. No. Big shout out yeah. to all the guys that commented tonight. It's always good to see. It's good to get get the live feed happening and getting everyone's input on things. So. Look at our Timmy and Jughead and Gorick and everyone. So it's good good to see guys joining in. It yes, is good. I, yes, the STF, the stubby holders are in process. There you go. Uh, fellas, till next week, have a good week. Good luck at baseball on the weekend. I'll be at work. Uh, but, yeah, go those Toronto Tigers and hope you uh, all get in plenty of sport this weekend. Yeah, star new recruit appearing this week too, so oh yeah, keep keep that in mind. Yeah, beauty. Oh, good well, luck. We finally good got luck. a decent picture. Mm-hmm. Apparently, you're good. done, mate. You'll be back good. playing fourth grade with me soon. So could say that, Dave. I no. could say that. Yeah, I'd be happy with that. Yeah, mate. I'd love to have a throw and a beer with you, and or you can have a rum, but you know, yeah. 
it'll be nice. All right. Peace out, fellas. Have a good week. All right.